0: Tell you the world needs prayer right now. Can I hear an amen? This is a uh, uh, time to pray, and there is a lot to pray about. There is a lot to pray about. And can I say this? Too much fear, not enough prayer. I'll say it again. Too much fear, not enough prayer. I want to say prayer, not fear. Prayer, not fear. I'm just reminded of even what I said last week, how I ended my uh, my message, and man, what a difference a week makes yeah. in terms of what's happening uh, in the world. But I, I, I'm just reminded again, friends, with all that's happening with the economy, with all that's happening with the, the, the coronavirus and all that, I just want to remind us again if you've been trusting in any of those things, they will not stand. If you've been trusting in, the, in your finances and your money and if you've been trusting in whatever, whatever it is, you gotta, I'm just reminding what I, reminded of what I said last week. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Friend, and if it can be shaken, it will be shaken. We're living in these times that, 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 that are very, very interesting. But I want to say prayer, not fear. Prayer, not fear. Bible says this, Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, make your request be known unto God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ. And so this morning, as we lead into our prayer time tonight, I want to preach on... Prayer. I want to preach on prayer because prayer can change anything and everything. Now, I don't know if you noticed Aaron today, he said excited multiple times. Uh, he, he was he so was excited. I'm surprised he didn't lift off and float uh, while he was going there. He, he said he's excited, he's excited, and he's excited. Uh, but I want to tell you, I, I know why he's kind of excited. It's not just because he's at church. It's because he and Miranda are going to have a baby. Come on, somebody. Woo. Come on. Yeah. That's why he's excited. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Now, you've got to understand. I'm just going to give you a little bit of background. This is a miracle. So there's challenges. Now, we had five couples, five couples that we have prayed for and with over the last while who were having difficulty. Having having children, just getting pregnant. Five couples, and with with this news today, all five couples have either had babies, are on the way to having babies. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. I'm so excited. It's getting hot. Prayer can change anything and everything. I remember sitting with a guy in a room, and he's like, man, I'm in pain. And I'm like, dude, it's, that's tough. I've been in pain for years. Been in pain for years. And I was like, well, okay, Like, how many years? And I, I can't remember. It was like 10 years or whatever. It's not relevant to the story. It was a long time, many, many years. And, and so I was like, well, let me pray, pray for you. And I've got to be honest, I wasn't praying with great faith or anything. I was doing the routine pastor thing, you know, I'll shakabonda over you in Jesus' name. And I prayed for him and much to his surprise and to my surprise, he got healed. Instantly, instantly. And it blew, blew my head. In fact, it was so powerful, he gave his life to Christ right there, there and then. That person, of course, is Pastor Prem, who was in India all those years ago. And because of that moment, because of that, that meeting, Connect Church India was, was born. He was a Hindu man who gave his life to Christ in that meeting because of that healing, been carrying this for all those years and instantly it was gone. Prayer can change anything, anywhere, anytime. In fact, he sent me a photo a couple of weeks ago as they celebrated 23 years as a church, Connect Church India. And I think we've got that photo, should have it somewhere if we can put that photo up. There it is, just a couple of weeks ago. Come on, somebody... Just from that meeting, prayer can change anything, anyhow, anybody, anywhere, at any any time. Does that mean, of course, that God will answer every prayer that you and I pray? Some will argue yes, of course He will, because N-O is an answer to prayer. Come on, somebody. No is just as much a, a, of an answer as yes, but the thing is, if we're honest, all of us have known the frustration of praying or believing for something or someone only to see it go apparently unanswered. But I love what F.B. Meyer says, and I preached this in my message a few years ago on Shameless Audacity. But he said this, he said, The great tragedy of life is not unanswered prayer, but rather unoffered prayer. It's the fact that we don't even ask God. And I, and I want to tell you today, you, there'll be people here who don't feel like you can ask God to do something. You, you can believe God for somebody else. You can believe God for something else, but you have difficulty believing God for, that, that He wants to do something in your life because maybe you don't feel like you're worthy or maybe you don't feel... I, I, I want to tell you, I remind you again, it's not about who you are. It's about who He is. It's about what He has done for us. And so I want to encourage you to be ones who ask, who speak to Him. Don't worry about it. We, we can believe God that God will bless somebody else. You need to believe that God will actually bless your life. You need to believe God. Come on, I'm preaching good today. You need to believe that God will actually hear your prayer and act on your prayer. Hallelujah. On. The tragedy of life is not an answer prayer, but an offered prayer. We don't. Ask God, even when Jesus himself, when speaking on prayer, on the Lord's Prayer, told us to ask. He told us to ask. And Luke, he said this. So I say to you, this is Jesus speaking. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened open, but many times we don't ask, I mean, of course, we ask, and for little things, we ask for, we do our our car park prayers, anybody done car park prayer, I mean, it's just like, come on, be honest, be honest, you've got, you've got, you're pulling a and say you don't want to park all the way over there, you want to park right outside the door, right? So you're like, in the name of Jesus, (laughs) you know, that's, that's, for some of us, that's the most powerful prayers we pray, come on, in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, Lord, I mean, you know what it's like. You're in the car park. You've got to hurry. You've got to think. I don't want to park miles away. I don't want to walk. So you like, Lord, I will give you everything. If you provide a park right now, if you would open up that park, I want to tell you I'm going to increase my tithe. I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to sow double. I'm going to follow you and give you, I'm going to follow you all the days of my life, hard out. I'm going to go up a level. I'm going to go up a level. And so you're praying that, God, just do it. Just open up that car park and then suddenly the car pulls out and you go, don't worry, Lord, I found one. (laughs) Come on, you've done it. (laughs) We've all prayed our car park prayers, but I want to say, prayer is meant to be so much more. God says in his words, we can ask him for nations. And I want to tell you, this is a nation asking time that we're living in. This is this is not time for a little bitty pretty prayers. We can ask for nation. Psalm two verse eight said, Ask of me. We can we, we can we can pray big big <laughs> and get out. Yeah. We can pray big prayers because we serve a big God. Right. Just just saying. Yeah. Ask Yeah. Say it and spray it. Ask of me and I shall give you the nations for your inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. I'll give it to you. Isn't it cool that God invites you and I to be a part of his plan, to somehow partner with him in his sovereign work and touching the world that we live into. Isn't it cool that we can participate, that he He, He invites us in to participate? And something so big and so bold that only, only God can see it fulfilled. Charles Spurgeon, the great preacher, said this, whether we like it or not, asking is the rule of the kingdom. Asking is the rule of the kingdom. Because when you ask, you never know what God will Set in motions. You, ne- you never know what God will, will do in the midst of that. I was just reminded of that this week. And, you know, as a national leader for, for the New Life Churches of New Zealand, you know, it's been an interesting week just navigating. Uh, things. We had the abortion thing and I I just want to thank our young people. I know I put a letter on there, a press statement and joined with others and uh, around the country on the whole abortion uh, uh, thing. And uh, uh, and again, just some of the young people put that and I know they got flack. I know they got defriended. I know they got uh, abused, but you took a stand. Thank you so much, young people, for doing that. And it's always a, always a scare. Just this morning, I've attached my name to a letter of which every denominational leader in the whole country is, is putting out and making a statement uh, uh, around this whole uh, area. And so, uh, again, it's been that, and then we've got all the, uh, the stuff regarding the other world events that are uh, happening, of course, with uh, uh, the coronavirus and so on and so forth. And uh, um, so, so it's been a big week. But I don't know whether you realize this as new life, Uh, churches is that uh, this month we are planning to launch two new new life uh, churches in New Zealand which is pretty pretty cool I said at our conference in 2015 we want to do five and five five and five 2020 is that time five and five We want to see five churches launched and five Yes, one a year. I was it's, it's like, I can believe for that. Let's let's see that happen. Let's find the people. Let's get it, uh, get it happening. And 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 that's happening. We've got Freedom Church in Taranaki, uh, uh, happy happening. Jimmy and Danielle, uh, Danielle, and um, if you remember, Anne and Bobby, who were here for a couple of years, we prayed for them. They're, they moved their whole house and everything to go and help with that church launch. And so they're they're, they're starting that and, uh, this month. So that's pretty uh, pretty exciting. That's Freedom Church. So we'll be praying for them tonight. We've also got Pastor Lucky and Haley Tikoha, and they are starting New Life uh, Pyro. They're going to be well famous in Pyro. Come on, somebody! It's just like they're going to do it. They're going to make it. Uh, they're going to make it happen. But with with Lucky's uh, church launching, we will exceed our five and five goal. That will be church number six. Come on, somebody! Yeah. So Sam Bailey, Sam and Michelle Bailey, who are youth pastors here, they went off, remember, and, and, and a whole lot of people went up there with them in Tauranga and started O2 Church. That was our number one church. And so with Lucky, uh, they are doing, that is the sixth church that's happening. And so I want you to understand, uh, Lucky's a wild guy. He, he's a guy, he was like an enforcer kind of uh, kind of dude, uh, but he's had a radical conversion down in New Life Kaikoura. God has turned his life around. He was here for pastors training and, and stuff. And actually, it was interesting because while they were in pastor's training, one of the other guys, Dash Chettle, who was in pastor's uh, training as well, when they were all younger, they both met in a fight and one was going to stab the other one. And here they are now worshiping in church saying, hallelujah, uh, Jesus. And uh, I'll tell you what, Jesus can change the world. Come on, somebody. He really can. And, and, and so Lucky's, Lucky's having incredible work. That's his, that's his town. That's his now, That's his place. And so he, he's doing a great work. He's led gang members to the law, fully patched Black pound. In fact, here's a photo of. Him and I don't know whether it's at the baptism, if you can put it up there. That's Lucky in the front. Okay, needs some work on the teeth, Lucky. Okay, come on, so he's a cute guy. And there's a, a fully patched black power member who he's led to the cross. I don't know whether that was his baptism or not, but I do know they were both preaching in a Baptist church just a couple of weeks ago to the youth there, telling them to give their life to Jesus or, or else, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy, we should bring him here. Come on, somebody. Give your life to Jesus. But, 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 but Lucky's believing God for that church to uh, happen out there. But here's the thing. He originally wanted to start in the Mariah. They said no, but he's found a hall, a great hall, but it had nothing in it. It's got no chairs or, 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 or nothing. And, and he, he was like, you know, Lucky's a tough guy, right? He was an enforcer. He was that kind of a guy. So like, God, give me some chairs. You know, how he really sort of prays like, uh, like that. God, you better do something. And, and he does talk a bit like that. Eh? And I'm just telling you, he, he's like, God, you better do something. And so he's praying, you better give me some chairs. I only got five weeks to go. Give me some chairs. So what he doesn't know is happening is while that's going on, while he's saying, God, give me some chairs. Where, I mean, where am I going to go get all these chairs? to, f- to f- the chairs cost a fortune. So what he doesn't know is we're, we're, we're down here and we suddenly get somebody who says to us here in Kapiti, hey, um, we want to give you our building. And so we're like, okay, yeah, we've had a church in a small town just up north, a little bit up north, and, and we're, we're going to close it down. The pastors are, uh, are older and sick and not well. And so there they're, we've just said, you want to give us the building? Yeah, our auntie, uh, um, or some or, out or they said, auntie said, give, give you the building, give, give the building to Pastor Adam. So, meaning to new life. I'm not taking it personally, just so you uh, know that. Okay, so don't check my accounts. Okay, or oh, you can if you want. But the, 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 here they go. So they're going to give the building, and so we want to take the building. And, of course, the building's full of all these amazing chairs. And so Natalie comes to me and goes, hey, why don't we give the chairs? Maybe Pastor Lucky might want them. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe he wants chairs. I mean, we don't know. He's not telling us he needs chairs. He's, he's just like, well, uh, maybe he wants chairs. So we call him up, lucky. Do you want cheers? Oh, hallelujah! Praise God! I was wondering when that was going to happen. <laughs> he's like I was telling God today, give me some cheers!" Yeah. And so he's got. He came down last Wednesday, and they packed him up. And, and, and he's got chairs, he's got children's church stuff for his church and stuff like that already uh, 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 set up. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely, cra- it's absolutely cra- crazy. It's not like that song, you know, even when I can't see that you're working, even you never stop, you never stop. God was working behind that. He's asking for chairs and, and God's going, right, we're going to close that down. We're going to sell that. We're going to shift that and we'll get some chairs over to Lucky. So we're able to get him started on that. I know people say, well, that's just lucky. (laughs) Had to put that in there. People say, it's just a coincidence. But I love what William Temple said. He said, when I pray, coincidences happen. And when I do not, they don't. Come on. (laughs) So we're going to sell that building and we're going to use that to seed fund into new church plants right across the nation to give new pastors interest-free loans. Come on, somebody. it's It's exciting to see what God is going to do. The tragedy is not unanswered prayer, but unoffered prayer. Lucky asked and he received. Speaking of asking, I've asked Simon Bridges. I thought, oh, I'll ask Simon Bridges, the leader of the opposition and stuff. I said, like, why don't you come and hang with us so we can grill him? No, 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 no we're not. And he said, yes. So on June 7th, he's going to come, come here. And I'm, I just want to be able to talk to him uh, uh, about it. Again, with an election year coming. I'm not saying I'm national or Labor or whatever. I, I know what, what Labour's proclaiming or whatever. But I want to say, what are you going to offer as an alternative? What other, other stuff is out there? So I, I gave him an opportunity and he said, yeah, I'll come. So that's pretty cool. When was the last time you asked? When was the last time you asked? People say, I'm so busy, Pastor. Are you? So I'm, I'm busy trying to get toilet paper and I'm busy trying to get things. I'm busy, busy trying to get, I oh mean, I got you know, hand sanitizer. I'm busy trying to. <laughs> that's not in my notes. That just came out. Um... But if you're too busy to pray, maybe you're too busy. You're too busy to pray. Maybe you're too busy. Can I suggest to you today that a day hemmed in with prayer is much less likely to unravel. That's right. Come on. I'll say it again. A day hemmed in with prayer is much less likely to unravel, much less likely to fall apart. See, prayer is fundamental, not supplemental to the Christian life. It is absolutely foundational. To somehow think that we can, can, can do this spiritual walk or work without prayer is just crazy. Except the Lord build the house, the Bible says. They labor in vain that build it. Prayer is foundational. I love what William Booth said, the founder of the Salvation Army said this, work as if everything depended upon work and pray as if everything depended upon prayer because it does. So how do we pray? How do we pray? Because it can be a challenge. I know it can be a challenge because even, even the disciples who were close to Jesus found it challenging, right? Yeah, Jesus was like, "You, dude, you can't even stay awake for one hour. Can you not tarry with me? Just, just one hour? Can you, can you just give me one hour of your time? And, and again, tonight we're making it. It's one hour. We're going to feed the kids. You, can, you don't have to prepare dinner. Mum or dad or whoever does that or together is a whatever. You don't have to worry about it. We're, we're taking care of dinner for you. Five course meal? No, it's, 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 it's a, it'll be pizza or fish and chips or something. But we'll take care of that for you. Because we want to make it as easy as possible for us to tarry, and boy, do we need to tarry. Like Jesus' disciples even they found it found it hard. But how do you pray? How do we? How do we pray? I know you might be here, maybe you've been a Christian for a while and you're going, man, I've still never prayed in public. I still don't know how to pray. Pastor, give, me, give me the seven keys to praying effective prayers or something like that. I'm not going to do that today. I want to help you out here today. How do you learn to pray? How do you learn to pray? I wanna, here, here, here's the answer. Praying is learnt by praying. I know it's deep, right? Ooh, wow. Praying... Is learnt by praying, by uh, by actually doing it. So I've loved watching the interns uh, uh, that, that they've come, and, and especially Neve because she's she, she's just come to the Lord just recently, and so given up a year of her life to serve the uh, serve Jesus and the church and whatever. And of course, she was one of the first things we, we took her through was like like in our know, staff meetings, you're going to have to pray. It's going to be a part of the things that, we're, and they're like, "Whoa, oh, wow, I don't know how to." And maybe you, when someone says that to you, you just are so like nervous. Somebody's going to ask you. Uh, uh, to... I mean, thank you. I mean, even Grace is like stresses you out. I mean, it's just like, but 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 she, she's as she's learned. Here's the thing: the more she's done it, the easier it's got. And now she's praying like a machine. She's praying powerful, powerful prayers, and it's so good because the more you do it, the easier. Again, so let us not forget the prayer. In its essence, is what it's just talking, talking to God. It's just talking and listening to God. We 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 so overcomplicated. And I, I, I'm just saying today. Let's not complicate this. Let's not complicate prayer. Let's not uh, 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 overthink it. Let's just understand that. In its very essence, it's just talking and listening listening to God. See, p- prayer, prayer requires more of the heart than the skill of the tongue. It, it's not about how fancy you can pray. We're not asking you to pray in King James English. And Lord, thou art God. We ask for Thy favour upon us at this. I I don't even know any big words, so I just can't even say any fancy words like that. But it's just talking normally, because if you pray that way, God's going. What is He saying? No, (laughs) He understands that. It's more about the heart than the skill, skill of the tongue. God's not just sitting there. Well, that was no good. He, He can pick out the heart. That's, that, that's why it's good to pray with the heart and not by heart. That's right. But sometimes if we don't know what to pray, if we don't know what to say, that, that that's like, like for me, I, I, that's why it's so important to understand Scripture and know Scripture. And then you can just pray Scripture. If you go, I don't know what to pray, the will of God. Well, just pray Scripture. That's why you hear me sometimes during a uh, prayer. You'll you, you, you hear me just even here from the front. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lord, we just want to trust in you with all of our heart. We want to lean not on our own understanding. We want to acknowledge you in all of our ways that you will make our path straight. Father, we thank you. We're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. I want to thank you that we you, we, you can do more than all we can ask or imagine according to your power that is at work within us. We lift our eyes to the hills from where does our help come from? Help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. You won't let our foot slip. You don't sleep. You need neither, you to neither stumble. You don't trip. Pray the scripture. Someone said, prayer is not felt by, by us are seldom heard by God. Pray in the Spirit. Pray with understanding. We're a Pentecostal church. So we can... We can pray with the Spirit and with under understanding. Listen, God's ear lies close to the believer's lips. Remember, remember what Bob Meisner said. God whispers to let us know that He's close. So you only whisper when you're near. Charles Spurgeon, the great preacher, said this. Because God is a living God, He can hear. Because He is a loving God, He will hear. Because God is our covenant God, He is bound by that covenant to hear. He hears the cry of the heart. He hears the desperate cry of the heart. I heard a story about a disabled man who was trapped, and his beard, his bed, was a mechanized bed, and, and for whatever reason, the disabled man was uh, sat on the button and the bed began to close up. Was in the middle of the night and the bed began to close up and literally stop him from breathing. He couldn't he couldn't breathe. And so in that moment, as a believer, he cried out to God. Hey, God, help me. That same time, he's like, Help! It's the middle of the night, nobody's there. It's like God, I need your help. God, help rescue me. of the night, nobody's there. As he's, as he's losing, losing his breath, finding it difficult to, to breathe, the bed was crushing, crushing him. He just fell. Call out for help one more time. Help! On the window. This is the police. Is that you? And that moment, The guy was rescued. The police car happened to stop outside for no other reason than they were looking for something or whatever. They stopped, they got outside and they heard on that third call, help! And knocked on the window. That was Phil. God hears the cry of your heart. He hears the cry of your heart. Tonight, let's gather and cry out to Him. The man who kneels to God can stand up to anything. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Lord, we just thank you for every life here today. We thank you for every person, every family represented here today. Help us to be a church that not just prays for ourselves, but prays for a hurting world, the praise for our neighbors, the praise for our workplace, the praise for those who we come into contact with. Lord, help us in these days to have wisdom and to shine your light in a hurting world. Just before I close, I want to give people an opportunity. Maybe you're here today and you've never given your life to Christ. Maybe you're here today and you've never said yes to Jesus. You've never, maybe you've been coming to church for ages, but you've never actually gone, Lord, you know what I'm going to hand over? I'm gonna, I, like that song we sung with, I'm going to surrender my whole, whole life to you. But you're just, right now you're feeling, man, I need to do that. I need to get right with God. The Bible says this, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved so today, if you're you're saying, well, that's me, Pastor, I, I need to get right with God. In a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer. And that prayer is one that says, Jesus, come into my life. Come into my life. Be the Lord of it. The Bible says He knocks on the door of our heart. And if we would open that door, He will come in. Oh, would you let Him come in? He won't force His way in. But I'm asking you today, would you let Him come in? and be sovereign, Lord and master of your life. If that's you and you're saying, that's me, Pastor, would you include me in that prayer? In a moment, I'm going to get you to put your hand up. There may be others here and say, well, I'm, I'm not quite good enough yet. I'm just going to work on that, friend. I just want to tell you, you will never be able to work your way towards God. That, this is the glorious good news of the gospel. Is that He made a way for you when there seemed to be no way. He made a way. We've got to trust Him, not try and do it ourselves. We can't do it. We all fall short of the glory of God. But the gift of God, the gift of God, it's a gift, is eternal life through Christ Jesus. If you're here today and you know you need to get right with God, with every head bowed and every eye closed, Right across this auditorium. If you're saying, I want to be, would you, Pastor, would you include me in that prayer? Wherever you're sitting, would you just put your hand way up in the air so I can see it? You're just saying, Pastor, what you're saying is you're doing that. You're saying, I need to get right with God. Would you would you include me in that prayer? Is there anybody here today? You know you need to get right with God. Don't delay it for a moment. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else? You know you need to get right with God. Thank you. You can slip that hand down. Anybody else? Anybody else? Hallelujah. If you're here today and you know you should have put your hand up but you didn't. Maybe you're just battling with stuff in yourself. Just going, well, I've got to get, I've got to sort myself out. No, let Jesus sort you out. Stop trying to sort yourself out. You won't be able to do it. Let him sort you out. If you know you should have put your hand up but you didn't, why not put it up right now? Just put, a, put it up right now. Just say that to me. Thank you. Thank you. Who else? There's someone else. You know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You can slip those hands down. So let's pray all together this prayer as we join our hearts with those who put their hand up. Lord Jesus, I come to you today, a sinner in need of a Savior. I would ask you to wash me, cleanse me of my sin. I repent from it and I turn towards you. I would ask that you would be my Lord and Savior. From this day forth, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, let's put our hands together for those who said yes.